Talk with Sparks podcast show. All things considered, putting some sparks in your day and putting some sparks in your night. Talkwithsparks.com. It is our second um our second installment of this subject matter, the title of this podcast, uh, as you read in the description, Sucker Punched by ESCD. Sucker Punched by ESCD. And just to recapitulate, uh, if you will, uh, in um, the last podcast or in part one, I was um, giving you a kind of history or um, my experience um, learning about um, end stage renal failure. Um, how I actually was diagnosed, what happened and how it hit me, how it blindsided me. Um, Where I am now, I'm in stage five. And um, someone may ask, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this podcast on end stage kidney disease? Um, simply because this is the answer, simply because I would that I would be help to someone that may be going through the same thing uh, that have been diagnosed with end stage renal failure and they may not know what to do or not know what it means or what's next or what to expect. Uh, or or how to live or how to find daylight in the night or how to find hope in hopelessness. Um, My whole goal is to show positivity or shed light that's positive on the condition. Um, Let People know that it is not a death sentence, although it seems like that it it feels like that it even looks like it. But you can't have a defeatist attitude. You have to walk in purpose. You have to walk as if you have the victory over this thing. Otherwise, yes, it will pull you down. I I must say that um, even now uh, in stage five where I am, I have good days and I have bad days. Um, But You know, in spite of it all, I have days. See, that's the way I I have to look at it. I have days. Given every day that I'm above the the ground, uh, what I want to do, I want to be in a position. I want to position myself so that I could be that uh, that example to someone you know, be it a quiet example, an unsaid example, just an example to someone that you can live with end stage kidney disease. Now, the doctor that I had initially um, 
I think um, I think I discussed this with you that uh, she actually was um, sentenced to 13. I believe it was 13 years behind bars, federal prison. And um, you know what? What I'm going to do, I'm going to put a link um, in the blog uh, of this podcast Um uh, Sucker Punched by uh, ESCD uh, Part 2. Um, and if you want to check it out, you can. Um, Dr. Daniel uh, is her name. and um, But I, I wanted to say, in spite of everything that she went to jail for, everything that she was accused of and everything she was sentenced, um, you know, because of... Um, she was good to me in regards to information. I mean, everything she told me, it, it, it was the truth. I mean, it was, you know, what it was. Um, she mentioned to me about kidneys, my kidneys and what was going on. And, um, at the time, unfortunately, I didn't take it serious or I didn't take it seriously. Whenever uh, you are getting information about your health, take it seriously, because a lot of times you have heads up, you have time, you have you know, uh, a kind of fair extra advantage um, to get things straightened out if you go ahead and take care of things. And the issue with me was I was young and I already thought I knew what I knew, but I didn't know it yet. So what had to happen was I had to go through it. You know, I had to find out a little something, something. And so thus uh, I'm where I am now. But I believe had I adhered to or had I listened to um, the health uh, care professionals then or had I took it seriously I think I could have curtailed uh, where I am now. I could have pushed it off by a few years, you know. And so it is what it is. Um, I'm currently taking, oh, I don't, I can't, um, I think it's like maybe 12, maybe 13 different medications, not just for kidney disease, but because I'm a diabetic uh, and diabetic brings on what the, the three, the three, um, the three dangers, uh, cholesterol, high cholesterol, high blood pressure and high blood sugar. You know, those three come together, unfortunately. So more most times than not, if you have diabetes, you have high blood pressure 
and you have high cholesterol. You know, that's just and then most people have high cholesterol anyway. You know, that comes along with age. Okay, so I'm saying that to say this, watch your numbers, watch your numbers, watch the fat that you consume, you know, slow down. I mean, really, really back up off of a lot of the um, trans fat is poison. Be careful with that. Okay, so. Take your information that you get from your doctors, take it seriously because you never, you just never know. You never know. And you need to know, you need to know. So Dr. Daniel told me about the kidney and what will happen and, you know, the whole nine and a half yards. So when she went to prison, well, the day that she ended her practice, I remember being in her office and she just told me out of nowhere, listen, you have to find another doctor to go to. And I'm like, huh? No questions. I, I can't ask you why I can't. She, you have to find another doctor to go to. And that was the last thing she said to me. And that was the last day that I saw her face to face. The next time I saw her, I was, I, I did a Google search. I'm like, whatever happened to Dr. Daniel? And that's when I saw Dr. Ben, uh, she's been um, found guilty of I mean, it was a lot of things. It was a lot of things. And it was a federal investigation on her for several years. As you heard in the uh, first podcast or the um, uh, Sucker Punched by ESCD part one, um, I started going to another uh, doctor, a endocrinologist in Tarzana, California. And um, I mean, this was a very renowned doctor, um, specialist. And I mean, he was in the magazines and books and they have news articles about him and all of this. He actually got my blood under control, my blood sugars under control. He really did because they were off the charts. They were somewhere in the neighborhood of two and even 300. And this was before also I knew the danger of keeping high blood sugar levels. I thought, well, if you don't feel it or you don't feel anything, there's no harm being done. But little did I know, it was kicking my butt on the inside. So, my friends, just because you don't feel sick, just because you don't feel hurt, 
just because you don't feel these things. I, I want you to know, my friends, that is not the barometer to use to let you know if something isn't right. Go have blood work done. It's in the blood. Go and have blood work done. And I guarantee if there's something that need to be addressed, you will find it or they will find it in your blood, in your initial blood work. It doesn't have to be a um, all out extensive panel. It could be fundamental, basic. But I would encourage you to go and have that done. So this doctor, he got my blood work or he got my blood sugars um, under control, but it was to the expense of certain organs in my body. But because I didn't feel any damage, I didn't think that I had damage being done. But it was rushing the demise of my kidneys. And I didn't know it. I had no clue. Now, I say he had to have known. I mean, because he's a specialist. There's no way he couldn't have known. And somebody said, well, can you sue him? Can you? Well, I, 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 I can't do that because he didn't make me take these men. And then on top of that, I already had uh, degenerate, uh, degenerative uh, kidney, uh, kidney failure. It was going into the kidneys were going into failure even before meeting him. Well, understand this also that even at the time I'm still seeing this doctor in Tarzana, not knowing that these drugs that I'm taking are giving a really hard hit to my kidneys. I, I didn't know that. I didn't find that out until I actually went into the hospital. I was admitted into the hospital when having blood work done and my nephrologist called me. I left that. In, I, I mentioned that in the uh, part one. Also, the nephrologist called me to let me know that I needed to get over to the emergency and, and go straight there and let the emergency doctors know that my potassium level was over seven. So when I went there, they wanted to admit me. Matter of fact, they did admit me right away. They gave me what was called a calcium cocktail and some other things that wasn't pleasant. I went through all of that in an effort to lower my potassium, because at this point, the kidneys were not um, getting the toxins, the waste out of my body. So the potassium stayed in. Usually that comes out in your uh, your urine. You know, the, the waste uh, comes out in your urine and that's part of the function of the kidney. But because my kidney function had dwindled all the way down from 60 to I think it was something like nine. It wasn't 10. So that was a major problem 
for me. So now I'm in the hospital trying to figure out what happened. And then my nephrologist tells me, well, Mr. Sparks, first of all, the medications that you were taking, they were too strong and they did some damage to your kidneys. So we're going to give you two alternate drugs. And so they took me off of the two that was subscribed uh, by or prescribed by the doctor. Matter of fact, it's on it's on the website. Go to talkwithsparks.com and look under the blog Sucker Punched by ESCD Part 2. I'm like, okay, well, what do I do at this point? You know, now that my kidneys, do they restore themselves or do I do something to restore them or so what actually happens? And it's when I discovered that what Dr. Daniel had previously told me about the kidneys, that they do not get better. And once you lose them, you've lost them. All of that came back to me, what she said. And now I'm thinking, oh, no, that that means dialysis. Yes, that brings me to my next point. PD, peritoneal dialysis. And this is when they go through the peritoneal cavity and they put a solution called dextrose. They put it in you and it sits and then they bring it out of you and then it comes when it comes out, it has brought the toxins out with it. It's a um, magnificent process, to say the least. So not too long ago, I went to have the PD catheter um, placed in me because what you want to do with PD, meaning peritoneal dialysis, you don't just go on it. You know, um, they put a a catheter inside of your body. And then the next day you go on dialysis. It doesn't work that way because it has to actually sit, set rather, and everything has to set in place. So two to three weeks is about the optimum time for a PD catheter to sit or to sit. So I had mine uh, placed in May. A matter of fact, it was May the 4th or something like that. The first part of May. Now it's the end part of June. And so, of course, uh, I can actually uh, begin the process of dialysis. And that's where I am. It took me a minute because I had to think, I had to wrap my mind around it. This isn't hopscotch or a game of cards. This is about staying alive. And so it took me a minute. But then after I saw this video online, YouTube of Layla Simpson, I felt so empowered. She was amazing. And the way that I found her was I was online looking for video tutorials on the PD cycler, how to operate the cycler. And I ran across her video on the cycler. And it was one of those 
videos that was, I mean, very informative. I mean, it was so informative, but yet down to earth. It was, you know, and it gave me hope. It gave me strength. And that's why I say to this day, I thank God for Layla. I I purchased her book. Matter of fact, as of this day, I haven't received the book yet. But I'm anticipating on getting it at any time now, any day now. But she was an inspiration to me. And she also is the catalyst that I'm doing um, this podcast. And I'm hoping someone would be empowered. That's that's the whole point. That's why I'm doing this. It's not a NPR podcast, <laughs> you know, not on that level, not by far. However, I do hope that I'm able to uh, reach a number of people that it will help. That's that's why I'm here. So again, I thank God for Layla. And then there's this other young lady. And I mean, when I heard her story, I mean, tears fell. She has been an inspiration to me. And what I'm going to do is if you um, go to the website, talkwithsparks.com and look under the blog post Sucker Punched by ESCD Part 2, I will put a link there to her so you can be blessed with what I was blessed with in these two individuals. I don't think um, I'm able to reach out to them directly. Well, Layla, I I, I have um, spoken with, I talked with, and the other, I haven't reached out to her, but I, I plan on doing it. They have been an inspiration to me, especially dealing with this thing called renal failure. You know, I I have an article on the site of why it's called renal. Most people don't know. They don't even know what that what that word is and where it comes from. So it's going to be kind of important um, that you know, especially if you're going through something like end stage renal failure. I just thank God for where I am now able to um, use this platform to inform others and to enlighten others and to uh, strengthen others and to give hope even in a hopeless situation. That's what I want to do. That's my main goal. I believe um, I will receive a kidney. And then I know that I'll have to be on medication the rest of my life. I know that. But walking around with a hose coming out of you, it's no way to live, but it's a way to live. (laughs) You follow what I'm saying? Because that's what happens with PD, uh, peritoneal dialysis. Um, Although there's uh, benefits, there's also uh, challenges. You know, Uh, a few of the benefits is that you are your your time is free. You know, you're it, it doesn't tie you up. 
Meaning uh, with hemodialysis, you have to be on a machine, tethered to a machine, two, three, four hours a day. Either for three days of therapy, maybe three days a week or four days a week. But four hours is a lot of time. That's like your day. And so PD, you do it at home and you do it at your convenience. And more often than not, they will give you a therapy of either eight and a half hours or nine hours. And so you could do that easily while you are asleep. Yes, that's the ticket. That's the way to go. I mean, especially for me. Now, there, there's the flip side to it. There's also risks of infection. So you have to be very careful. You have to wash your hands. You have to, you know, after you wash your hands, you have to wash your hands. You have to clean your hands. You have to wash your hands. You have to Clean, clean, wash, clean, wash, wash, clean, wash. You know, you have to do all of these things. Then you have this hose. It's like a water hose coming out of your, well, it's actually on your belt line. And you connect that to the cycler. But you go through this whole process. You go through this whole ritual where you are cleaning it. Because it must be sterile. It must be clean. Because you can easily get a infection. Peritonitis is one of them. And that could be pretty painful. PD is the better choice for me. Simply because um, I run a, a music school. And so I have students in the daytime. And if I'm able to do my dialysis at night and then it free up my daytime that I could do all of my teaching and everything else that I need to do running around in the daytime. Wow. That's all I need. I mean, it works. It works. And then it's always good to have someone with you that can assist you. Now, the thing about PD, you could do it by yourself. You can do it by yourself, but it's it's also good to have someone there assisting you, helping you out. So where I am now, I'm on the list for transplant. And then, of course, there are uh, live donors that have to be tested to see if they are a match. And then if they are, they go we go through the next set of tests. So I'm very confident that I'll do well. And I'm very confident that you can do well also. But you have to, like I said, you have to believe in yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to step out on faith. If you if you if you're not a spiritual person, I mean, it would be good to find someone that you can uh, rely on and tap into that spiritual side, because having that, it gives you that motivation that you need, that unseen power, meaning not from any person. You're going to need that. So I just want to say to all of you, my friends. Keep the faith. Be strong. Look up. Just because your doctor have diagnosed you with end stage. And see, I know the name sounds it's a deceiving name because when you hear end stage of anything, 
you know, it's like, okay, so what's next? But if you've been diagnosed with end-stage chronic uh, kidney disease, don't look at it as if it's the end of the world. You're going to be okay. Continue to put your foot in front of your foot. Continue to say one word at a time. Continue to walk forward. Continue to stand up. And I guarantee you, my friend, you will be okay. You will be okay. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast episode, Sucker Punched by ESCD. And we will be talking to you soon. We appreciate you spending time with us here on our podcast show. If you want more podcast episodes, just head over to talkwithsparts.com. Take care and bye for now.